So first of all, bro, I wanted to ask you, because I've known you for a long time, probably since I was a fucking 10-year-old. Shit, probably. So when did you uh, even start making, like, music, bro? Because, you know, we we were all just kids at one point. So I, when did it turn into something you were like, I'm doing this? Like, well, yeah, I mean, like, shit, when we were growing up, I mean, we've all always, like, been in the music like crazy. For sure. Like, I remember seeing you with Gillen. I'd be like, yo, listen to this fucking Meek Mill song. Or, <laughs> listen right. to this fucking Wale song. Like, all that shit. And, uh, I mean, I've always wrote. Like, I mean, I was writing, you know, seventh, eighth grade. I was writing some bullshit. But, right, right. you know, it was always cool to just write and rap some shit. I remember me and fucking Derek Bryce made a rap song about Timmy Poner or some dumb shit. Got suspended for it. <laughs> and, uh, well, anyways, I mean, when I moved to Illinois... That's really when I like started making beats. Right. Like, I bought a computer. I was just fucking around on FL Studio making beats. Um, I was sending them to everybody. I mean, I sent right. them to Quentin. I sent them to random people. Like nobody would hop on my shit. Right. So I said, "Fuck it," and bought a mic, <laughs> bought some better headphones, and just started recording, bro. And just learned the process from that. Um, and I was rapping to all my own beats at, at first. I'd make a beat, write to it, rap to it, mix it. I was doing the whole fucking nine by myself. Right. Like 100%. I was just watching YouTube videos, sitting in my room, learning mixing strategies, you know, watching drum patterns, watching hi-hat patterns, like everything, just to try to perfect some shit. Bro, like, you was you were a huge fucking, like, you were one of the first, you were a trailblazer in terms of, like, making music, you know what I'm saying? You and Quentin were the first people out. Because obviously, like you said, bro, we was always talking about music, but I never always. realized you could just <laughs> buy some shit and just That's make music. I didn't realize you could just actually take it in your own hands. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, what made it easy for me is like to see another artist doing that type of shit. Like, you got to realize how many artists be on tour and be staying in hotel rooms and Airbnbs, and all they have is a fucking MacBook and a right, mic, right. and they're making bangers. Right, bro. right. Like, I'm talking Place like shit. people are making fucking number one hits in a hotel room. Right. Like, they're not at some fancy-ass studio paying somebody $1,500 to make a song, and then that mixer wants part of your fucking money. Right. Like, you, know I mean? like, you never know what you got to give up. No. Instead of just, oh, shit, I'm on tour. Probably about to make 50K for the show. Let's make another fucking banger in the hotel room when we get back. Like, it makes everything easier, bro. It's easy, and it's not easy at the same time. I mean, it's just right. a process. Right, definitely. But it's like... Well, shit, I mean, if they doing it like that. It's a learning thing, bro. Like, Oh, it's a crazy learning curve, too. Right. There's so much involved in it. Like, I mean, making beats is its own art. Right. Rapping is its own art. You have right. so many different types of things you got to learn when you're rapping. You got to have cadence. You got to have, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Bars, timing. You yeah, I mean, bars, timing. Uh, delivery is right, fucking right. huge. Flow, how to fucking breathe while you're fucking spitting, right. like just different shit. And uh, I mean, just seeing, I mean, the artists that influenced me, I like a lot of artists that are either versatile. I mean, they either produce, mix, master, engineer, do all their own fucking shit, because it's like that's the best way to do it, bro. If you're gonna right. make music, just do it all. Like that's just one of the things that's crazy too, bro. Is like. You do all these things and you look up a year later and you realize how much shit you've learned. You're like, holy shit, bro. If I listen to my very first song recorded right now <laughs> and then listen to like the the song that I put out, like the the amount of growth in such a short time is insane. Nuts, bro. Like 
I mean, whenever I showed Anthony my music, he was expecting to be like, oh, you know, yeah, it's pretty good. Like something you would say to somebody right. when they know it's not good and <laughs> they're trying boy. to be nice and right. not shut me down. And then when he comes over and he's like, yo, that shit was fucking hard. Some some sincerity in there. Like, you know what I mean? And then I showed him my first song and he was like, now that's the type of shit I walk up to you and say, you know, it's pretty good. Right, like, yeah, right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like the quality got better. The bars was better. The beats were better. Like, I mean, it's it's practice, bro. Like, right. you, you're going to get better or something the more consistent you do it. I mean, it's just life. Like, right, right. Everything you do, if you put the time into it and you're dedicated to it and you got a fucking, I mean, you got ambition, you're dedicated, and you focus on yourself, bro, That's there's no ceiling. I heard Nipsey say there's nothing stronger than, like, a concentrated willpower. You know nothing. what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing. crazy how much you can just. And that's just a life. It's, like, you know what I mean? just, it sounds cliche, but it really is <laughs> nah. like that. Like you can just take one step one day, and you a year later you're like thirty steps down the road. And it's Bro, like, I'm saying, and you look back like, damn, like, like when I look back when I was sitting in Illinois making these trash ass beats, spitting these fucking whack ass fucking bars, <laughs> but in the in the time that I'm making it, I'm thinking it's the hottest thing in the world. You know right, what right. I mean? And then I put it out, and I'm all hype about it. Like I didn't give a, I never gave a fuck about what people really think of my music. Because they're not the ones making it. They're not my critic. Like, my biggest critic is myself. Right. And there's only growth when you start something. And that's what's crazy. You know what's crazy, too, is a lot of times it's your your audience is elsewhere. It ain't. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll find your audience somewhere else. 100%, bro. So it's crazy. It's like almost uh, people, it's like they, they they know you too well or something to, to. They just think you're goofy for trying to do something outside of the norm. For sure. Yeah, definitely 100%. a piece of that for sure. Hundred fucking percent. You know how many times I've definitely heard this or that, or always trying to make music. He think he a fucking rapper. He think he doing all this and that. I'm like, bro, this is just a hobby. And that's what I don't get. It's a creative hobby, exactly. But on the same time, I mean, I don't want to like shit on nobody, but I guarantee I'm making more money than them. Right. So it's like if I got a full time job and I'm doing this on the side, and why the fuck do you hate me? Right. Like, and that's what's crazy nowadays is people act out on social media like on instagram or snapchat but they they won't put themselves out there in a format like this where it actually kind of makes sense to like people who are like us making beats and making independent shit happen they're looking for information like this or perspectives like this you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah it's like on apple music i mean you can look at like the cities that are listening to your shit definitely i mean i got people in like my most plays are in like fucking detroit <laughs> you <laughs> know what i mean like great. i got my most plays in detroit i might have like 10 or 15 plays a week in Cincinnati, and it's probably my homies playing my shit. Right. You know what I mean? I ain't never seen anybody around here that we know or went to school with other than my close people, like, actually share my shit. Right. Or actually reach out and say this or that. Like, I get a lot of uh, flack, like you said, just about just from people we know about the things we do, putting ourselves out there, even, like, the shirts. Yeah. The podcast, the... uh, the music, bro, is all things that I was like, bro, these are like, what's, why would you not do it? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you feel like you can do it, just try it. Even the podcast for me is like a super uncomfortable thing, bro, because I don't want it to be like some kind of interview thing. I'd rather it just be a conversation, you know what I'm saying, that we'd have anyway. Yeah. And it, you make, we can make money from it. And not yeah. even just that, people could actually learn from shit, shit you're talking about. It's just a perspective, bro. And like, that's all it is. people are just silent haters, bro. But that's cool. Uh, everybody plays their yeah, role. It is what you it know, is. you know, it's part of the process, right? What's nuts is uh, 
a lot of two which like pushed me to do a lot of shit is um, Russ, bro. And you was one of the first dudes that I I got y'all y'all showed me Russ. I never heard of Russ <laughs> before you and Alex and Quentin, y'all yeah. listening to that shit. Hell yeah. And that's a huge thing too, bro. It's like just the way he talks, bro. And like how yeah. he'll make beats online. He'll fucking oh, yeah. tell you, he'll show you the game. He's transparent with the game. Oh, so yeah. It's super helpful for somebody. It made me realize, holy shit. Because he came from our spot. He's exactly. straight independent. Exactly. It's wild. He's, SoundCloud. he's been making his own beats. I looked up. So I found his old YouTube channel and was yeah. listening to some of the beats he was making on GarageBand. No shit. Hell yeah. See? And it, I mean, it was decent. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it was some starter out beats. Right. And I was like, damn, I was kind of making the same kind of beats. Right. And then now the songs that he's putting up, Wife You Up, Banger, probably fucking double platinum. He produced, mixed master, engineered. You know what I'm saying? He dropped 11 fucking albums right, before right. he even made it into the game, right. bro. And that's just being consistent, persistent, and having the will to fucking succeed, bro. That's all it takes. Like It is It is hard, though. You know what I'm saying? 100%. It does take some like reassurance. Oh, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been probably making music five years now. Bro, the well, thing that I realized when I, I was going through your shit a while back, like when I first put on your shit, I only had my shit on SoundCloud. I used to have a lot more shit on my SoundCloud. Did I said, fucking, I'm going to start throwing this shit on Apple Music. Right. <laughs> and Spotify. It's everywhere now. But it's only songs that, like, I really fuck with. I mean, I had, like, I was showing Anthony, bro. I got, like, so much shit in my Google Drive that I just haven't put out. Because it's, that's what's hard about the process is, like, you know, you can write a song and you think it's hard. But then when you right. go to record it, you just don't fuck with how it sounds. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's tough. But, like, then... You got people like Russ, who I've watched a million interviews, and he's like, bro, put. he's always says, he's like, let's put that shit out. Just put it out. Let's put it the fuck out. Right. Just drop the shit. Like, you don't know. You might have one person that likes it. Okay, cool. You got one fan now. Like, you know what I mean? From a different area or something. And that's you never know about. who's listening to your shit. And that's what's crazy about, like you said, SoundCloud too, bro. Like, I'll, you have fucking listeners all across the world. Yeah, 100%. So it's like, it's insane when you really even think about it. Like. You have literal, literal listen, listeners in Indonesia and all that crazy <laughs> shit. Places you never I'm saying. Go. I'm about to pull up my uh, my Apple Music because it'll give me a breakdown of where right. people are listening to my shit. And I guarantee the top cities are nowhere near Cincinnati. Nowhere near. Bro, what I, what I just, the reason I feel like the uh, just put it out there, it just makes sense is because. I just feel like there's a piece of you in all the shit you make. You might not even see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might not. And I mean, you brought that to it. life to me on one of my songs. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but you said, you know, like a different set of ears is what makes the difference. Because if I put something out and I think it's whack, you know, and then someone else listens to it and they're like, damn, it's just hard. Like, right. And that's a that's a reassurance thing. It's crazy. You know how, what I mean? It's crazy how your brain is like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like... <laughs> You really do need like little kid reassurance almost. It's kind of percent, bro, because it's like it's not it's not an easy thing to do. And like if you focus too much on the results and like if people are gonna fuck with it, or if this song's gonna get enough plays, or if I post it on Instagram, is this song gonna get likes? Right. Like you're focusing on the wrong shit. Like when you get te- when you get too involved in results and those type of reassurances it's going to create fear it's going to create anxiety like this and that and 
I mean, I've had waves since that 100%. I mean, I kind of had a wave of that at, like, the beginning of the year where I wasn't even making music. Like, I'd record, and I'm like, bro, this shit sounds like dog shit. Like, if I post a sub, is anybody going to listen to it? Right. And, like, now I'm just like, fuck it, bro. Like That's why I almost wish uh, we didn't wear so many hats, bro, because it's hard to be the creator and the <laughs> marketer. You know what I'm saying? It's hard, to, it's hard to have that objective opinion, bro. You almost need somebody there like, yeah, this is good, this is bad. And that's why it helps though, like with, with this shit. Like I'm looking at my so I guess my my best song statistically is Everybody Know. Right. I recorded that song on top of a mini fridge. <laughs> no shit. And the top cities, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Columbus, Chicago, Dayton, Ohio. Um, it's been Shazam. I guess Shazam's that thing where you like so, yeah. it tells you like what song's playing. For sure. Canada, Turkey, the fuck? United Arab Emirates, whatever the fuck that's that Dubai. is. That's what I'm saying, yeah. bro. Like Istanbul, Toronto. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yes, yeah, there's true. so many different it's people crazy. that have listened to this shit. So it's like I got to get out of this small-minded world and city that I'm around and realize right. like there's people that can hear my music right anywhere. It's insane. Everywhere, and who knows who that person could be? You get one person to listen to that motherfucking song. Bro. And they fuck with that shit, and next thing you know, they're a DJ, or they're artists, or they're friends with a big name artist, right. and it pops off. Bro, and you can be big in Japan. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like you can have a song nobody here even fucks with, and it's just huge in Japan. Or I some know that shit. that one song I did a bunch of numbers at fucking stupid ass uh, Gundam style or whatever. Yeah. Oh, boom, 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 yeah. Whatever that shit is. Or it's like one of the. I know the dude's Korean or Chinese right. or whatever he is, but that's one of the biggest like club hits over there. Right. I mean, it did numbers in the United States, but like yeah. over there, right. oh, raps. You know, it's crazy. He was, he was, he put out multiple projects before that. That dude had like multiple projects out, <laughs> and he was never, I never heard of him until that song. <laughs> but even like, what's crazy, bro, is I wish, do you, what do you think about SoundCloud and monetization on there, bro? Like SoundCloud think, Pro, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where you can. I mean, I think it's definitely the next step for SoundCloud, bro. I mean, they've been a, a streaming site for how long now? And you got big name artists that came from SoundCloud. I mean, Lil Yachty was making songs in his dorm room, eating ramen noodles. Right. Started dropping on SoundCloud, got hot on SoundCloud, got a fucking record deal. Russ was dropping a song every single Friday for God knows who long. And guess what? He went from SoundCloud got his fame off soundcloud started doing shows started getting more fans right put that shit on apple music and really started making some music from streaming um i mean i think soundcloud is like i look at it as like like a step like you know what i mean like a lot of artists that are first coming out like all oh, it's free i can put music out there obviously it can get copyrighted if you ain't right on your shit but it's i mean it's gotta have multi-million users bro like right it's just like people like people on TikTok now. Right. You got people on TikTok making videos and making hits. Next thing you know, it's booming on Apple Music. Yeah. Same thing with SoundCloud. There's, I guarantee, if I like took the time and like went through SoundCloud and like listened to just various artists, I would find at least one artist that makes really good fucking music. Yeah, you definitely would. You know what I mean? Like, definitely. so I think it's just a stepping stone for people. And now that SoundCloud's allowing monetization and shit. Right. I mean, it it could be one of the main fucking streaming sites if people are making money off of it they're going to want to put their music on there bro listen 
what I, my argument is it's really is like one of the it's a contender in the in the space now it's like t- tune core 100 it's too it's like tune core bro and it also i don't i'm not as familiar well, can with they, well soundcloud can they uh do they upload to like other streaming sites or is it just strictly monetization on soundcloud no nah, it distributes to every platform no way every platform Damn. and that's what's crazy bro is i get plays in other countries that I get paid for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you do it on SoundCloud? Yeah. Oh shit. I've, I've used DistroKid now. Bro, SoundCloud, I don't know what how don't much know. how much is the SoundCloud? Like Sixteen one? bucks a month. Okay. That offers a lot, bro. You know what I mean? And look, here's a new thing I just I just came across. They got a like a beta version of this of the repost website where Oh it's shit, like so they you do get a publishing. Too. You get a publishing and you yeah, they do promotion as well, but you can get a publishing deal. Hey man. And if you got the numbers, bro, that's all oh, that really matters. You know what I'm right. saying? And I, and you do got thousands of plays. That's what I, I seen one of your songs. I was like, bro, is he getting the money off of this, bro? Nah, I ain't got. Like it was weird, bro. I've gotten like so. I was using TuneCore for a while. The reason I switched from TuneCore to DistroKid uh, was just based off the fact, like TuneCore was ten dollars a single, no matter right. what. Like it's crazy. Ten dollars a single. Uh, but DistroKid, you pay twenty bucks a year and right. you get unlimited uploads. Right. But when I was using TuneCore, I like TuneCore a lot though because, um, I mean, I I learned TuneCore through Russ. He was talking right. about, hey, this is what I use. You can make a million dollars off music with TuneCore, and he right. did. He made a million dollars with TuneCore, which is crazy. But there was this one song that I dropped, bro, and I don't understand how. But like, I checked my TuneCore one time, and I had like one hundred and seventy dollars in my thing. And I was like, where the fuck is this from? Damn. And I clicked on my disco- uh, discography or whatever it was. And it said, my song, You Wasn't There, had like 87,000 views on YouTube. What? Yes. That's why. But I couldn't find the views on YouTube. Really? Uh, I looked at the song on YouTube and I couldn't find it. I didn't know if it was uploaded by a different person. Well, that's that's what I mean in terms of like. I got fucking paid for it. <laughs> that's what I mean in terms of monetizing loops because if somebody else monet like I look, bro. I have loops monetized on YouTube, and, I, and you get like loops that you made. Well, it's like I've used Looperman loops, and it says active claims here. Like this one has five active claims. Oh shit. And this is 1,200 views. Oh, shit. And it used the same loop that I used in this beat. No chance. So I just get paid for that because I monetized it first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which is kind of fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So that it's everyone, like a fucking game out here, bro. It's, it really is like that. It's crazy. And so, like, in my royalties beat. That's why I started making my own melodies because I was like, bro. Like, I, it just feels weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell yeah. Everyone it's like an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, like, they got to pay you. I feel like a fucking, like I'm in the mafia or something. Break me off, dog. But either way, bro, like, I, I just, I know you, you was, you took your shit serious. So when I was like, when I realized you can, you can legit make money off of this, bro. Like, oh, 100%. It's fucking crazy. I mean, I got paid $90 last night for doing a 20 minute set. No shit. Yeah, I sold eighteen tickets. That's two hundred fifty-five dollars. He was like handing me ninety bucks back. That's awesome. I performed for twenty minutes, bro. That's awesome. You know what I mean, like. And that's what's crazy about creativity, bro. So much more rewarding. You know what like I mean. Twenty minutes of digging a hole was just. And it was nine. fun as fuck too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I had a good ass show. It was good. And it was my birthday. Yeah, right, All my right. people was there. Like it was cool. And I got paid ninety dollars to do it. Like you can't beat that. 
No. And it's it's all started because I wanted to fucking make music. Right. And I've performed literally probably 15, 20 times. Right. And they've gotten paid every single fucking time. That's tight. That's tight. It's just one of the things, bro. It's like there's an actual market for this shit. Hell yeah. It's crazy. To the market is fucking huge. No matter if you're an engineer, you're a producer. Yeah, you might not get as much credit as the artist. Cool. I don't give a fuck. Bro, right. if I make a beat from Drake, I'm going to be happy as fuck if I right. make a beat for Drake. Yeah, Drake's going to get most of the recognition. But cool. Guess what? I made the motherfucking beat. I'm getting fucking paid. Right. Cool with that. And you can still make you don't your give own a fuck music. about recognition. You can still make your own music, right? right? And you'll get a little bit of clout off that. Hell so yeah. you'll get some kind of traffic. Like, you know what Hell I mean? Yeah. It'll still it'll trickle down. And I think that's a, that's why a lot of people are scared to be creative, bro. Like, I, it, it was like that for me, though, bro. It was a huge thing. I thought about it for at least a month actually like put myself he was out. always hitting me up you know what shit? like i was i was i've had a lot of people i've had a lot of people always hit me up about some like different shit like they're always like yeah i'm thinking about starting my own podcast not you um and i would always say i'm like do it do it right do it bro like you know what i mean like if you if you have the thought of you want to do something whether it's creative or not like just do it. Like right. you don't know the outcome. Right. You can't predict the outcome. It could work out way better than you think. You know what I mean? And like you're gonna learn a lot of shit during that type of process. Like not even like shit towards like doing a podcast or making music. Like you're gonna learn a lot by yourself, bro. Like yeah. you're gonna unlock some hidden talents. Like damn, like I didn't know I could do this type of shit. Right. You know, like if I spit a fucking hot ass verse, I'm like, damn, bro, where the fuck that shit like, come from? Yeah, you're like, how did I even just do that? That's you know what I mean? Like, and it, it might be a verse that I wrote in 15 fucking minutes. Right. Because that's just how creators are, bro. Like when you get that spark of a fucking creation, uh, like you gotta fucking make that shit. You're tapped in. Tapped into the fucking moment. Like when I wrote Ask Again, bro, I was writing that shit when I was at work at my desk. And I went home on lunch break and I spit the entire fucking song in one take. And that's my favorite fucking song to this day. Not even because it's hard as fuck. It's because of the process that I did it. I was right, sitting at work. I right. finished my verse. I was like, fuck this. Took my lunch break at like 1130. Came home, recorded the bitch in one take. And before I mixed it, I was like, oh, yeah. Fire. That's, that's what I feel like. It's almost like uh, I feel like I'm almost meant like that's a, like an effort and reward balance you know what i'm saying i feel like at it's work, a push and pull bro i feel like though at work i don't get that reward None. or something you know what i'm saying so it's just all effort and it just feels exhausting it's like a one-sided relationship or something yeah but when it comes to creating right you can do whatever the fuck you want and you can just do it in your room you don't have to ask <laughs> nobody like i've been to like two studios in my life it's crazy one of them was up in ohio and they were cool like i fuck with all of them it's like people but like it just wasn't my scene bro like, right i don't feel like I, it feels forced like when yeah. i'm at a studio like if i ain't got some shit written like i feel forced like i gotta come prepared i gotta do this i gotta do that but if i'm sitting in my apartment bro and i want to eat some popcorn and i want to fucking make a sandwich and come back to making this beat i'm gonna go fucking do that right. you know what i mean like i can record in my leisure i can mix in my own pace like i can do everything i want sitting in the comfort of my fucking apartment and i'll be chilling straight chilling making music it was cool and and that's what i like about it because like i there's no pressure right you know what i mean there's zero pressure there's zero people judging me right there's zero people telling me this sounds like ass this right. sounds hot i mean that's cool to have you know friends over and they might give you some advice on some shit and really cook some shit up for sure like we could definitely cook some shit up but 
it's just it's free bro you right. know what i mean like it's a free feeling like just being able to do this type of shit at your own time and own leisure uh what's crazy too is this is the first time in like human history bro where you can like get rich in your bedroom like you ain't ever gotta leave all you need is a motherfucking phone like the internet my great grandpa would be pissed if i wasn't doing this you <laughs> know what i mean like he'd be fucking upset and there's I, so much money to be made like it's just nuts bro that in the creator market bro what's crazy is it why do you think it's so rewarding is it just because a lot of people won't do it you know what i'm saying like why is it so why do you think people get paid so much to be fucking artists i mean what i'd have to say is like because you're you're catching the nation's like they're just catching their eyes, but they're catching their awareness. They're like, damn, like they, they don't see the behind the scenes shit. Right. With these artists, bro. Like I'm talking more of the independent style artist. I mean, if you're in a record label, like, you know, they're going to front you some money. Like they're going to do this and that way. Like, if you're an independent artist, it's going to be so more rewarding. Right. They saw the fact that like where you started and what you was doing to get you in the position you were in now. Right. Um, and a lot of your fans and a lot of these people aren't going to see the behind the scenes shit. So it's rewarding and the effort you put in, the time you put in, the shit you learned, like from starting on one song or one podcast or whatever the fuck you're doing. And you, it didn't sound that good. It sounded like ass, but you thought it was the hottest shit in the world to you making double platinum records, doing this, right. doing that. It's not only rewarding for the money you're making, it's rewarding for yourself. Right. It's reassuring you. You fucking did it. You made it. Like, right. but it's also rewarding to the money. Fact is, you owe nobody royalties. Right. You have organic fans. You have real people fucking with your shit, and that's the type of shit that's gonna last. And it's a small market. Right. There's only there's like a niche yeah. of like people who are for real dedicated. Because I mean, you got, I mean, how many people are making music in the world right now too many to count too fucking many to count but how many are actually dedicated to their craft dedicated to investing right. in their dream that's a huge part about it too right like i mean it don't have to always be money but if like you're investing your time into the shit, like that's number one i always say time's over money 100 percent. yeah you gotta you gotta learn that though you know, because like at first, you and know, it's it's hard working full time. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Trying to be social with your friends, like just doing this and that on top of like trying to put some time. And that's where I've, I still don't have the balance for that. Fuck like God. that's that's like that's my biggest problem is time balance right now because I got a fucking full time job. I'm in a fucking sales job, right. sales slash customer service. Like a lot of my time, you know, I might get a call at five p.m. My Customers asking where my truck's at. Like, no shit. So I got that on the back of my mind. On top of, you know, all my friends trying to hang out with them, trying to see them, do this and that. So being creative can get tough, hundred percent. It is. It's one of the things. It's, it's just weird, bro. It's like, but the people that are consistent and persistent are the ones that make it, and the rewards are literally endless, bro. Fucking endless. You don't have to go platinum to live off your creativity Hell not. you can have like a little I mean, niche market man a little audience that supports you and it's like you live off of that 100 i mean i made 150 170 dollars off of eighty thousand views and i don't know where the fuck came from but that's that's just streams can you imagine if let's say 
I had another show tonight. Yeah. I made another hundred bucks. Right. That's $200 in the pocket for 40 minutes. Right. Oh, guess what? I got a show Tuesday, show Thursday. Right. Guess what? That's another hundred dollars in the pocket. That's four hundred, five hundred dollars a week. That's paying more than most full time jobs right now. That's that is nuts. You know what I mean? She's willing if you're willing to do it, like right. But you got to have the time. You got to have the fans. You got to have the people. Because once you, I mean, you're selling tickets, bro. Like you're an asset. Right. You're a business. You're a business. Yeah, you're you're a like, brand. You're a brand. Like that's what's nuts, man. It's just like people are paying for you. Like you know what I mean? Like you're selling yourself. Exactly. Like, yeah, you're selling music. You're doing this, right, but you're right. selling yourself, bro. Yeah. Like. You want people to that are watching, people right. are listening, exactly, and people are buying, or people are hating. You know what's crazy though, too, bro, is like nowadays, like if you just listen to my song, I get money for that. Like back in the days, you you had to actually give people cash and shit. But hell yeah, if you just listen or to sell my your shit, fucking CDs, paid. right? So Everybody I, got Apple Music or Spotify or YouTube or, I mean, there's this little small crowd that got SoundCloud, but like. I mean, even if you don't fuck with it, bro, just share it. Right. And I dropped this one song called They Don't Even Know uh, Forever Ago. You, I'm pretty sure you listened to that shit because you swiped up on it and told me you fuck with it on Instagram. Sorry to cut you off, bro, but this is like, on for I guess on the online, it's only 30 minutes. So we might have to stop and then like press play on another one. Oh, okay. That's Can cool. you do that? Oh, we should be able to, yeah.